This is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Tara provides her clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan. Hello, and welcome back to Nolan Financial Radio. My name is Tara Nolan from Nolan Financial. And if you're just tuning into the show for the first time, I just want to let you know that you can give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242 if you have a question or you want a little more information, because we're going to talk about a lot of cool things today. I also encourage you to visit my website, www.taraenolan.com. While you're at the website, visit my radio page because there you can check out past shows and you can also subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And this is so important because having success in retirement starts with education and it starts with being able to ask good questions because actually there's no limit to the information out there. Just get on the internet and there's more information that you can even sort through. But it starts with being able to ask those good questions to figure out like what matters for me. And that's what we're going to get into. So today we're going to talk about how you have a little fun when you're still on a budget. And the good news is it's getting warm. So we have all this access to outdoor activities and lots of really cool things. So we're going to talk about that today. And now I'm looking, really looking forward to being able to go outside, you know, without pants, (laughs) just be wearing shorts, (laughs) the short pants. The short pants. But before we jump into the show, I just wanted to touch base with my awesome co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you doing today? Oh, I am doing great. I mean, uh, besides technical difficulties, you know, in this day and age, remote recording, uh, we have some fun with that once in a while mm-hmm. on, the, on the show. But otherwise, it's been great, Tara. In fact, uh, the weather's been good. Um you know, everything's good. I mean, uh, my immediate family is great. You know, both my wife and I, though, we've been struggling with taking care of our elderly parents. Um, You know, uh, Sarah's mom's 85 now and my dad's 78. Uh, Don't tell them that. Don't listen to the show. I'm throwing out their ages on the air. Now I'm going to be in trouble, Tara. Now I'm going to be in trouble. (laughs) Uh, but, uh, you know, dealing with that and, uh, other, otherwise, yeah, I'm good. How about you? What have you been up to? Well, you know, just working on writing the book and, you know, I, I, with my air force reserve, that seems to ebb, ebb and flow. So I've been mm-hmm. pulled into doing, you know, a little more with that. And, and then also I'm getting ready to do a trip back East. I'm actually going to go back to the Pentagon for a little bit, but I'm going to circle around oh, wow. and, and I'm going to visit my dad. Who's now also 72 and he's not doing great. So I'm looking forward to getting that trip in. And and I have brothers in West Virginia and Virginia. So we're going to kind of wow. make it a little quick family trip next week. Yeah, well, I'm glad to get to see your dad. You know, uh, getting all this tough. Thank God that you and I don't age. I mean, that's what's amazing. <laughs> right. I mean, I mean I it's perfectly uh, good. thank the Lord we're, we're not aging. That's good. Because <laughs> uh, I heard getting older is tough. I mean, my, my dad is in the hospital again and my father-in-law is in the hospital. And, you know, it gets tough when you get older. And uh Thankfully, I don't have to deal with that because I'm not aging. You know that, Tara. Yeah, no, it's not. That's going to happen in you know years from now. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Well, uh, what are we talking about on the show today? 
Well, today we're going to talk about like, how do you have fun? And I'm going to say the B word, the budget on a budget, Uh but we're on when, how do you have fun? Like you don't always have to spend money to have fun. And so what we want to talk about today is just to remind people that there are lots of things to enjoy in life. And it doesn't always have to revolve around like feeling like you're always cutting yourself off. Well, I can't do that because it costs too much money. And I want to talk today about like opening up your mind a little bit and going, well, what can I do for fun that I would do anyway, no matter what? Sure. And um, I found this really cool article that was just talking about things to do that just don't cost you money. And, you know, living here in Colorado, obviously, we are an outdoor people. I think my favorite thing I saw on a bumper sticker was Colorado. I came for the skiing, but I stayed for the summers. Ah, I love that one. And, yeah, I've and, seen that one, too. And so, you know, that's like the first thing to talk about is now that the spring is here and the weather's getting nice. This is when you have to start going, what can I do outside? You know, there's those community festivals, concerts in the park, sporting events. And the good news is that's also pandemic friendly, right? Because being outdoors, getting that sunlight on your face and having that social distance separation, it's a natural fit. So being outside is a great thing to do. And and so the best thing is most of this stuff is free, maybe a low admission price, but a lot of it's free. You know, Garden of the Gods is a huge uh, attraction here in Colorado Springs. And Chris and I went Two weeks ago, we had like a really unseasonably warm day and it was just covered with people. I've never seen so many people out there, but, (laughs) you know, it's just an amazing park and and, and all kinds of formations to crawl through. Beautiful Pikes Peak in the background. You got to love this time of year. Right. I know. What do you do for fun in your area, Tony? (laughs) Well, it's the same, you know, actually in Minnesota, uh, where I'm from, um, there's a lot of people, especially this time of year and in the summer, uh, they head up to what's called the North Shore on Lake Superior, uh, Duluth, Minnesota and up and two harbors. And then you get to Grand Marais. And then next is Thunder Bay, Ontario. But up up in that area along the North Shore, there's uh, beautiful cliffs and um, lighthouses. I mean, really, when you think of like the northeast coast of the United States, you think of Maine and lighthouses on the coast, things like that. We have that right here in Minnesota on the North Shore of Lake Superior. And uh, there are the headwaters of the Mississippi. Uh, That's a national state park. and uh, Lake of the Woods up in northern Minnesota is beautiful. It's all trees, rocky cliffs. Uh, a lot of people don't picture Minnesota like that uh, because the southern half of the state is completely flat. It's the plain state. Right, right. So <laughs> you can see for miles and miles, but uh, there's not a hill in sight you get on the southern half. But the northern half, uh, that's where people go. And, of course, we're the land of 10,000 lakes, and that's actually uh, there are actually more than that. That's just mm-hmm. our slogan. Uh, there literally are. There isn't a town in Minnesota that isn't built on a lake. Seriously, there's it just yeah. there, it's full of lakes. So that's a big thing. And we have beautiful state parks here. So uh, really getting out people fish, people canoe, people kayak water, you know, the on the water because we have so many lakes or go up to the North Shore or Wisconsin. Northern Wisconsin's also the same beautiful, just forests of evergreen trees as far as the eye can see. Well, and it's the win-win, Tony. Like I'm always looking for if you're going to do something like have it do multiple jobs, like with your money, have, giving your money multiple jobs. This sure. is a case where getting outdoors is going to be um, a little cheaper. It's free. It's going to be good for you. It's healthy. Yep. And it's, it's actually going to 
It helps you lose weight, but it helps you just be stronger. So yeah. it's like one thing you can do, but it, it solves a lot of problems. So it, right. it meets my requirement for if I'm going to take the, put out this effort to do this thing, is it going to do a lot of things for me? Yeah. So, so how to have fun on a budget is what we're talking about. And it sounds like the first way is get out and enjoy the relatively inexpensive things like parks, uh, getting outside, doing outdoor activities. That's always huge, right? Absolutely. So now the next thing that I came across was for, you know, for a lot of us going out to eat, that's something I miss because it's a very social thing for me. And, Mm. but the thing is, is I can tell you that can add up really quick. You know, you go out to the restaurant, you have a couple drinks, uh, even if it's just soda, it doesn't matter. And and then you leave a nice tip that you you do that a lot that can add up. up. But here's a cool thing that I came across that I didn't know, like, you know, the internet, right? We all know the internet, but there's (laughs) this cool website called kidsmealsdeals.com kidsmealdeals.com and it has all these different coupons and so you know i'm sure a lot of us are out there you know you've been cooped up all winter with your kids in the house and you want to get outside a lot of these restaurants have outdoor seating and what's how great is that if you can just get coupons and you can you know take all the kids and it's a reduced price so the whole family can go out and it can be a deal so you can still go out and eat but you know take a minute and just look and see what coupons are there. And you might go, Hey, I wanted to go to that restaurant anyway. And here's a coupon. Right. And, yeah. and you could even well, make it a fun thing for the kids. Like tell the kids, Hey, you know, we'll go out to eat. You find us a good deal. Right. And, and again, that, that website kids meal deals.com. So meal is not plural. It's kids meal deals.com. That's a great website. I'm glad you brought that up. And, you know, I always keep an eye out for restaurants that have midweek specials and that's designed to get people to come in, uh, on what are typically slower days of the week. So uh, that's great. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And if you're retired or you work from home, you can go out during the week, during the day when it's cheaper too. lunch menus and things. So I think that's great. Uh, what do you have for us next? So here's the next thing is I am a big fan of movies. And in the summertime, I, there's like one of the, the shopping areas close to where I live. They'll set up one of those really big screens just out in the parking lot and everyone can bring up their chairs and watch the movies. So there's a lot of places that will do that and then set up those community theaters. Do you guys have that? Yep. Where they'll just set yep. up out in the, in the community centers or the parks. And it's great because you're you're out there. You can bring whatever snacks you want to bring. And then you're socially distanced. So you don't have to worry about, you know, I'm not, I don't know that I'm quite ready to go back into a movie theater yet. But, you know, I've been vaccinated. So probably it's fine. But just sure. outdoors again. So that's often a great thing to start looking for is because it's that time of year where it's, it's sure. warm enough. Yeah. Well, and yeah, they do that here. They have the movies in the park every uh, Tuesday night uh, once it gets warmer. So I think it starts here in a couple of weeks and uh, that goes every Tuesday through the summer. And so they have, you know, they have vendors set up, they have a big screen and people sit on the bank uh, along the river here in Stillwater. It's beautiful. And so our kids, man, every Tuesday night we had our kids there when they were younger. And even, you know, our teenage kids sometimes go down there and hang out with their friends and get some, you know, eat something unhealthy, like a mini donut or something and watch a movie. (laughs) But uh, kids metabolism, right? I can't do that anymore. Uh, So what do you have for us next? Well, this next one, and and this one I think is really important. And I'm glad to have this reminder is all the arts and culture in your local area. And a few years back, Tony, I did a program here in Colorado Springs called Leadership Pikes Peak. Mm 
And every month we would like explore a different part of the town. And one of the months, my favorite month actually was the arts and culture month. And so you can just Google the Colorado Springs community calendar. I know you can do it for Denver. You can probably do it for any town that you live in, but you Google that community calendar and you will just be amazed. Like I didn't know before I had leadership Pikes Peak, all the different things that are here, like in Colorado Springs and in Manitou Springs, there's just, there's museums and there's conservatories and theaters and art centers. And, and there's just, it's like almost any kind of a thing that you would have an interest in. There's like, different like local artists doing shows. There's um, you can do get involved in like community theater if you want to take like an improv class or there's, you know, art lessons where you can learn how to draw or you can go listen to music. So if you just Google your community calendar, I think you'll be amazed at how many different things there are. And it's kind of fun because you can like almost plan like your your big fun day out. And and right. I think I've been locked in. I don't know about you, but I've been locked in so much this past year. I'm like, oh, how do I how do I act in the world? Right. <laughs> I don't know how to go outside and do things anymore. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, that's 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 a good point. And I mean, you know, anything. I love the the arts in communities and any money you spend uh, on art venues or, you know, going to a museum or an art show or something, even if you're there at a discounted rate, that's going to support those kind of attractions that make communities stronger. You want a good, uh, culture, you know, you want a good, uh, art culture and, and culture in your town. So, uh, I think that makes it more enjoyable for sure. Well, and that reminds me of a story. It was really interesting. They were talking about, you know, because the Leadership Pikes Peak program was teaching about building community and how do you attract businesses and things to your your area. And they talked about the difference between Denver and Chicago. And it was interesting, like Denver really led with, okay, we've got the Denver Broncos and we've got the outdoors. Um, What Chicago did that was worked a little better when they were trying to attract some businesses is Chicago really laid out all the cultural things, all the art museums and the the theater and the all that um, philosophical social enlightenment, not the techie stuff, but the fun stuff for the family. And it was really interesting. And and it created this whole debate in the class about like what's more important, like science and technology and engineering, or is it about uh, cultural enlightenment? Yeah. And it's really funny because it was like, okay, we're going all the way back to pretending like we're Aristotle and wearing robes, having these discussions about what matters. But, you know, in society, that's one of the things that happens is as you cover down on people's basic needs, then you got start to have more of this cultural enlightenment. And that's what we're so lucky that we can start taking advantage of because in most of our communities, it's free. Yeah. And so yeah. that's what we're talking about today. How do you yeah, have fun? I, I, I think that's I think that's great, Tara. And I I think that um, a lot of people don't, you know, uh, think about that. But, uh, you know, you want your town to have a good arts culture to attract people. I mean, the more museums and parks and things like that you have uh, and events, you know, cultural events and art in the park, uh, you know, the outdoor movie night in your local town or neighborhood those are so important like you said especially to families uh, especially to families so um but now what do you have next for us i mean this has been a great discussion is what else can we do that's fun on a budget and say well the next thing because you know especially in retirement most of people are looking forward to travel and i can tell you like before the pandemic kicked off i was like traveling almost once a month going somewhere 
And um, so now that Chris and I have both been vaccinated, we actually, we took a short, just a, a couple day trip to Vegas. And oh, wow. what's nice oh. is that the tickets are pretty cheap right now. And obviously for Colorado Springs, it's nice. They've got like a new direct flight. So when you go to your local airport, you can figure out like what are the direct flights, you know, Southwest or Frontier, some yep. of these smaller airlines will offer deals. And and just we just went for two days and it was just nice to get somewhere that was a little warm, hang out by the pool. And and this is what we want to talk about nice. now is how do we start traveling again and then but not making it such a huge financial burden. And mm-hmm. we're kind of getting a chance to ease into it. Right. Because we've all been kind of on our pandemic lockdown. So we want to talk about some of the best saving travel tips ever for the rest of the show, because I think a lot of us are interested to get back out and, and engage in life again a little more. Yeah, travel is going to be big this summer for everyone. And of course, it's a big deal for retirees or people thinking about retirement. So uh, what do you want to start with as far as travel? Well, one of the things we want to look at is, is why not, you know, the thing is, is the Internet's great. So when you're going to travel, you can start looking for uh those hotel rooms and looking at things like, do you want to, you maybe don't have to rent a car because Uber can be a thing. And like, if you're going to go to a city like DC, the Metro is a great way to get around. So there's now these, there's different options where it used to be instead of having to get a hotel and then get a rental car and do a lot of driving and deal with parking, you can start to get more creative and spend a little time going, Oh, well, I can get this hotel that's at, close to this metro stop. I can just Uber from the airport. So that way you're not like trying to find a hotel that's like 50 miles outside of the city and and you can actually get into the city and enjoy that. So you want to open your laptop up and then just find a room that's going to work on your budget. But then it's also going to be where you want to enjoy your trip, right? You don't want to go on a trip and then spend your whole time having to travel to get Right. Where you're trying to see. Right. Right. I see what you're saying. I think what you're saying is, is a lot of people are like, okay, uh, the the first focus on the airline ticket, which is good. You want to save as much money there as possible. Uh, and that's right. But then you look at your, um, your hotel. And I think sometimes to save money, people are like, well, if we get this hotel out of town, outside of town, it's 10 bucks a night cheaper. But what they don't take into consideration is, you know, rental car fees, Uber rides, those add up quickly and can end up making what you're saving on a room, a wash, especially if you rent a car for more than a few rental cars right now. I don't know if you've looked there, but they're outrageously expensive. They will. It's funny you ask because we were talking to our Uber driver in Vegas and apparently what happened is when the pandemic happened, all the rental car companies sold off their inventory. And so now that people are starting to travel, the rental car agencies don't have very many cars. Yeah. And so the prices are through the roof. They are outrageous. My wife and I just had to book rental cars for two different trips. And we're like, it's it's way more than the airline ticket. Honestly, right? That doesn't crazy. seem right. You should pay more no. for your car than your airline. Right, ticket. <laughs> right. But if you, but but you know, if you pay a little more for a nicer hotel downtown, like let's say you're going to D.C. or Vegas, if you pay for a hotel that's right in it where you can walk or do a short Uber ride, which is cheaper, or taxi ride, then you're then you're going to save a lot of money that way. So what's next? Well, the next thing is, again, it just keeps coming back to the Internet because you if you're a frequent traveler, then you you have, you know, the apps and you can look on social media and you can look on Facebook to just track. Like if you want to say you want to go to Paris, 
then you start looking at, you know, what, what are the airline ticket prices for the major airlines? You can sign up and they have reward clubs and you can subscribe to newsletters to see when the deals are going to happen. It kind of used to be like the rule of thumb was, you know, you got to book your airline ticket two months out to get the best yep. rate. But that's kind of changed now. So now you kind of just want to check. And the, here's the good thing, Tony, is when you're retired, you have a little more flexibility. So you just say, you know, hey, I want to take this awesome trip to Paris that we've been planning. And, and you can just kind of shop and wait a little and go, hey, hey, the ticket's the right price. Let's go now. Yep. And yeah, that's it, true. You still want to make sure it's probably uh, with airline tickets. I think it's still 14 days out, I think. And then they start to go up. And But it has changed. Uh, during COVID, it, it was really like last minute tickets were actually cheaper. So you do. You're right. That's a good point. You have to watch that and kind of pay attention uh, to tickets. So um, like, you know, it used to be if you bought a ticket less than two weeks uh, out from your travel, it's going to start going up, you know, the closer it gets to your departure date. And I heard flights are filling up. So that's another factor. Uh, my wife and I just flew out uh, to Washington state and they, their plane was a hundred percent full, even middle wow. seats, even middle seats they're booking. So that's kind of crazy. I'm surprised they're doing that already, but of course masks are required and they, they say they prefer people to have, the people either have to have a card that says they're vaccinated or uh, a, a note saying that they've been uh, had a negative COVID test. I think a lot of airlines are requiring that now. So, so, you know, make, make sure you're planning properly for these trips and you're right. I mean, there's, there's ways to save money though. And uh, buying my airplane, you know, when I get my airline tickets bought, that's a relief because then I've got a big part of the trip planned and locked in. Right. And so here's another little tip with rental cars. And, you know, obviously it all depends on your flexibility, but obviously you try want to book the smallest car you can. But here's the thing that, that's if you change your pickup time and try to make your pick time, pickup time as early as you can in the morning. Here's what happens is a lot of times people haven't returned their cars on time like they were supposed to. So when you show up, the little car that you reserved isn't available. So you're going to get an upgrade. Yeah. Oh, that's a nice car. And and actually, I can tell you that that's happened to me several times where I've gotten quite a nice car just because I'm like, well, I rented this car. Um, I need a car. Of course, one time I I, I did get a minivan. (laughs) Yeah. You might get a minivan. I've gotten that before. Hey, so, uh, minivans can be nice too. I mean, it, it was comfy. It was just kind of, I was like, this seems like a waste that I've yeah. got a whole minivan. Yep, yep <laughs> but, exactly. But it's, it's, it's one of those little things that's kind of nice. And so if you have flexibility yep. to look at that. Yep. And uh, we had a little guest on the show for a minute. Did you see that? Oh, yeah, I heard him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Somebody didn't like land on my head or something. <laughs> no, it was, uh, it was actually, I was referring to my daughter. She just came in the room. Oh, no, me. I didn't see yeah. that. I thought you were referring to the fly. I love these, I love these, uh, video calls because <laughs> <laughs> you've seen the clips where the little kid will come into the room. Oh, yeah. And- oh, yeah. Yeah. They know about that. <laughs> so. So the next thing to look at is Tony's for, I have a lot of clients actually and friends who would like to cruise. Oh, book the cruises. They're coming, they're coming back. They're going to start going again. I heard. So fingers crossed that, that, that goes well, because, you know, I think all it takes is one person, but I think so many people are getting vaccinated now and, and, and being more healthy, but 
So booking a cruise, when you if you book it early, like six months to a year before you depart, there's likely going to be a lot of rooms available. And if obviously, the more you cruise, the more you know about like which deck you want to live on and where you right. want to be. And, yeah. and so you're going to probably be able to get good prices. So and like everything, right, as the departure date gets closer, prices are going to go up a little bit. So, you know, that's the great thing about being retired is you just have a lot more flexibility. You can plan things out longer range. So, Tony, I can see that we're starting to run short. So I wanted to jump ahead and talk about this next tip because I have personal experience with it. Sure. Is they consider vacation home rentals. And this is something that we just started recently. So I have a large family. So there's six of us siblings. And then you add in the spouses and my nieces and nephews. And what we've started to do is we try to every other year at least create a big family trip. And like the Outer Banks of North Carolina is where we started because they have these gigantic houses that have like six to 10 bedrooms. And nothing makes a family trip go better than everybody having their own bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) But it's a fabulous trip because you have that big kitchen. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, everybody gets to to circle around and have coffee together. And they'll usually have like a, a, a theater room and, you know, obviously the ones in North Carolina are on the beach. So what we're looking at, and I hadn't done it before, is I'm searching around here in Colorado because this next year coming up is my turn to host. And we're finding, Tony, just up in the mountains, some of these houses, they have them where they have six to 10 bedrooms and they, some of them are on lakes and they have the, the kayaks and the hiking and close to the ski resorts. So, you know, you can see, you can ride the lifts up in the summer. So lots of things to do. And what we really like about it, though, is if you start adding it up is if everybody chips in, it still ends up being cheaper than everybody going somewhere and getting a hotel room. Yeah. And paying, it's not any more expensive than getting a hotel room right. for your family somewhere. When you split it up. And you split it up. And then, then because you're in that family environment and you're all together, you get to cook. So you save a lot of money versus going out to eat every night. So there's a lot of things that it really, but what we like is it's just a chance to get the whole family together. You know, all the nieces and nephews can play and run around. You know, the grandparents get to sit and see all the grandkids at once. You know, I get to check in Perfect. with my brothers. And so if you haven't done it before, I would really encourage you to look into it. And what I'm seeing is is these exist everywhere with VRBOs. Yep. And it's just, it's a really fabulous experience when you get a house big enough to, to hold everybody. And then it ends up being cheaper when you, when you divide it up. So if you haven't done it before, I would encourage people, if they're on a budget looking like, how do I get an awesome trip, really connect with my family and do it on a budget? Yeah. Yeah. You can check Airbnb and and different sites like that uh, on the internet and, uh, you know, search around uh, and and find something like that. I think that's a great idea to rent a house. And that's awesome. There are some big homes for rental if you want to get the whole fam together. And especially when you have a big family like you do, that's you come from a very large family. So that's really nice. Yeah. Well, hey, guess what? We're out of time. It flew by, Tara. Let our listeners know, though, before we go, how they can get a hold of you. Sure. So if you have some questions about looking at what you're doing with your planning and how, you know, how do you weigh, I want to travel and have some fun, but I need to be saving for retirement. Where, how do I find the balance in the middle? Give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242 because Tony, you know, Chris and I, we're big believers in you want to, you are responsible for your own retirement these days. And that's a fact, but you got to enjoy life on the way. And yeah. so that's where we like to help people find that balance and because it's all about balance. Yep. 
And, exactly. and that's what today's show is about is like, how do I enjoy myself and do things that are fun and then still be taking and being financially responsible? Because those things can go together, right? They don't have to be right. mutually exclusive. Right. So, Tony, that number is 719-210-4242. If you want to get excited about setting yourself up for success and taking control and being in charge of what you're doing versus just letting life happen to you and hope it works out. Right. Yep, exactly. Well, great show today. A lot of great tips, how to have fun and travel on a budget, Tara. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Nolan Financial Radio with our host, Tara Nolan. Join us soon for another episode of Nolan Financial Radio. Take care, and we'll talk with you next time. Thank you for listening to Nolan Financial Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Tara Nolan at Tara Nolan Advisory Services. Call 719-210-4242 or visit the website at taraenolan.com. Tara Nolan and Tara Nolan Advisory Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.